Welcome to Standing Strong Ministries podcast with Dr. Sean Strong. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. stronger every day where the coffee is strong and the word of God makes us stronger and God always has your miracle in mind. I am so glad that you're joining us here on this wonderful Monday. I am sorry I was so out of pocket last week but uh, I was in South Carolina and it's very difficult to do a broadcast when I'm there or a show when I'm there. So I had Micah come on and help us out and uh, lead us in there. Do me a favor, share this show. I've never been more passionate about a subject that I'm going to be about this week. We're going to be talking about relationships, marriage, homes, and situations I believe God is really dealing with right now in the American culture church. And um, I'm really excited about it. If you've not had a chance to follow us on Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, or Instagram, please do so. Uh, we're trying to stay connected on a personal level with partners and family and people that are in our lives because we want to be a blessing to you and everyone around you. So do me a favor and share this show because we want everybody that can to be a part of what God is doing, okay? And uh, I be hello, Felicia, good to see you. Uh, so glad you're here. So glad you're joining us. I've got something that I want to talk to you guys about that's really on my heart and um it is, uh, it is a wonderful, wonderful thing. So, uh, hello, Pastor Ed. Good to see you. I heard you were tired. Now you're in full-time ministry, and uh, love you too. We're going to have an awesome, awesome time. We need to book something for September, by the way. I want to talk to you guys. Uh, before I do, I want to tell you this coming Friday, actually right now we're in Chancellor, Alabama. We are having an incredible move of the Holy Ghost. If you're anywhere in this area, I want you to come to Chancellor Assembly at 6.30 tonight. God is richly going to bless you. I have got a word. Uh, that's right. Oh, you baby. You better love that jacket. Good to see you, Curtis. Uh, I want to, I want to, uh, tonight we're going to, I got a word I'm going to deliver. I can't wait to deliver it. It's going to be so good. It's fresh. It's powerful. And God has really given me an insight on something that I believe is happening in this generation. Uh, here's the second thing that I want to tell you is that uh, we're going to be in Kelowna, Iowa, 
this coming Friday with Pastor Jeremy and Lisa Google, two of the best pastors in all of the world. You talk about two, uh, what I would call premier voices to a generation, and uh, they are they are incredible. They're they're in covenant with me. Uh, they're on my board. They are two of the most solid people in your entire world. We're going to be at their church Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for First Fruits. And so we want, uh, we want everybody to come and be a part of what God is doing. It's going to be an amazing time. And uh, we're, gonna, we're hoping that uh, with Friday, everybody can drive in from uh, Muscatine. You can drive in from uh, Davenport. You can drive in from all over the place. And we would love to see you there. It's going to be a great time. Share this show. This show right here, I'm really passionate about right now. Um, and I'm going to talk today. And I'm not going to get in a hurry. I've got seven powerful points that I want to share. And I want to talk to you guys about relationship. And um, we need to understand something in the body of Christ right now. Everything we do revolves around people. I want you to hear me. What we do in this kingdom, in, this, in, in our churches, with relationships, it deals with people. And I really got stirred about this yesterday as God was beginning to lay this show on my heart. And I want to I lay a foundation to what I feel is necessary about relationships. Tomorrow I'm going to be talking about marriages. But I want to talk to you guys about relationships. This part is huge, relationships. Revelation 12.10 says, I heard a loud voice. I'm going to post this scripture up on the screen for you. I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. And then he says, for the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accuses them before our God day and night. Now, I want you to think about something very carefully. All this good stuff God is trying to do but Satan, now he's cast down every day by God. But I'll tell you our problem. He's not cast down with God's people. I tweeted, I posted something last night on Facebook and Twitter, and this is what I said. If you don't go to the source of the person who you think things happened with, then everything you're hearing is an accusation from the devil. I want you to catch that. Everything you hear that is being, someone is accusing is, is being an accusation from the enemy. You're believing a lie. You're believing a lie. And uh, people are our business. People are our investment. And I'm amazed at how many Christians right now would rather believe a lie than go to the person or the source and ask a question. Did you do this? And then take their answer at face value. It's not my job to judge if they're lying or not. I have to believe what they say. So here's my, here's my, my show today, and I'm going to lay this out. Number one, let's stop the speculating. When you deal with people, speculation is nothing but assumption, and assumption is dangerous. There is no way that you can ever tell me that everything you've heard about a person is probably not true. Um, 
you know, every truth you hear is probably a twisted truth. Why do I say that? Because I wasn't there. How can I dare accuse someone of something if I wasn't there? I wasn't there. And I, I, I know we hear this we hear this over and over and over, but until we hear it from the actual source itself, we don't need to believe anything. Satan, put this in the comment section. Stop the speculation. Stop speculating. Stop uh, automatically thinking that someone's guilty. We would, you know, we would rather we would rather believe a lie than go ask the person. We would rather we would rather believe the speculation or the accusation. Then, then believe what God is saying. Now, I'm not saying that people don't need to be held accountable. They need to, they need to be held accountable. We need to hold people accountable. I get it. I'm, I'm, I have no problems with holding someone accountable. If they're guilty, they're guilty. And But once that person asks you to forgive them, that's it. You don't have the right to hold that over their head anymore. But if they're not even guilty in the first place, how bad is that? How horrible is that, that Satan is accusing God's people day and night why God's trying to bring them salvation, why God's trying to bring them strength, why God's trying to bring them the kingdom. And we would rather accuse someone, we would rather accuse or speculate and believe someone else than going to the source itself. That's a lie from the pit of hell. People are our investment. I would rather have a relationship with someone then believe a lie about them. Think about what I'm saying to you right now. This is big stuff. I would rather believe, I would rather have a relationship with someone than believe a lie of what the enemy would try to, 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 to develop between us. I would rather have that person than believe a lie than what the enemy's trying to say. Here's number two. Stop believing the lies. Listen, which accuse them before God day and night. The devil never shuts up. Listen to me right now. The devil never shuts up. He would rather tell you a lie about a person and you believe that lie than be in covenant with them. Listen to these words. I'm, I'm, real, I'm real stirred and I feel real strong about this. You, he would rather accuse you and let you believe, accuse them and let you believe a lie day and night, then you be in relationship with that person. That, man, that's big, ain't it? Isn't that huge? That's a huge revelation right now that the body of Christ needs to grab a hold of. He would rather you believe a lie about them than stay in relationship with that person. And I'm telling you right now, Christians are falling for the bait. Man, I'll tell you what, a book that you guys need to read, I, 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 I encourage every person to believe, read the book by uh, John Bevere called The Bait of Satan. You need to believe, you need to believe the, you need to believe the Lord and believe in God's people rather than believe the lie that God is trying, that the enemy is trying to accuse them of in your relationship. Okay? Number, number three. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Go ahead and type that in the comment section. Give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, uh, 
I, I would rather believe them and, and then not believe what I've heard or not believe what I've, what I've been told or not believe because, because I, would rather, I would rather believe it from that person because who am I to side in with 50 people that have a negative opinion anyway then, then I just agree with that person when I ask them. Now, again, don't misunderstand me. I am not saying that we should not hold people accountable for their actions, okay? Listen to my words. Don't let the devil twist what I'm trying to say. I think we should hold people accountable for their actions, absolutely 100%. If they lied, they need to ask for forgiveness, they need to repent, and they need to make it right. But the moment that they ask me to forgive them, guess what Guess what that means? That means that I'm going to forgive them. That means the slate is wiped clean like it never happened. And guess what that means? I'm going to trust them again until they prove me wrong. Now, do I think that there should be a time frame period where I let them build that trust back again? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, well, 100%. And, but you know what? You know, what I, you know what I want to do? I want to see God's people and their relationships mended. And we would rather be mad than be in covenant. Isn't that sad for the 21st century Christian? We would rather hold a grudge. We would rather be mad than be in relationship with people. I'm, man, am I angry? You bet I am. I'm angry at the devil because the devil knows how powerful God's people and their relationships are. And right now, I believe the devil is attacking homes. I believe the devil is attacking relationships. And I believe that the devil is attacking uh, God's people through this area of accusation. Again, do people need to be held accountable for their actions? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to say this to you and I want you to hear me. This is number four. This is real big. Remember their character over their mistakes. I want you to put that in the comment section. Remember their character over their mistakes. Okay? Uh, li li listen to me. Their character means something. Okay? Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to use my, 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 my spiritual son, Micah Google, as a great example. You know, his character is so solid. Okay, he's a solid guy. Okay, he's got great relationship skills. Well, he's working on that. But uh, he he and and he. But man, you talk about a faithful young man. Uh, you know, a faithful uh, a faithful guy. He man, he'll do anything that I ask him to do. He's my armor bearer right now. Uh, but he, more than more importantly than that, he's my son. He's a spiritual son, and uh, and 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 he's he's uh, in great position to do great things. But he's going to make mistakes, and he's made mistakes. Like there's times he's forgotten a camera. There's times he's forgotten a cord. But you know what? I know his heart is to be excellent, but he's going to make mistakes. But I know his character. He didn't ever do something on purpose. He didn't ever, he didn't ever do anything out of spite or out of malice. If he did, he's going to have to answer for God to that. But I know his character that he didn't. So guess what? Once, once we talk about the mistake, i got to remember his character is greater than the mistakes he's made. My wife, 
my best friend in the whole world. I've made a bunch of mistakes in my marriage. She's made a bunch of mistakes in her marriage, but in our marriage. But I'm so glad that our character is greater than our mistakes. I recognize that her love for me is greater than any mistake that has ever happened. That's how we should be when it comes, when it comes to our relationships in the kingdom of God. I would, rather, I would rather trust someone's character than trust a flaw or mistake. I would rather hold them accountable by their character than hold them accountable by one mistake. Christians, aren't you glad that Jesus doesn't hold you accountable for every, uh, you know, and, and he will. He, okay, when I say hold you accountable, uh, that, that's the wrong word. I'm so glad that Jesus would rather look into our character and look into our heart than the simple mistakes that we've made in life. We need to be, here's Breezy Burge, one of my spiritual daughters. Listen to me. I'm telling you, her and I, we are in a relationship. We've both made mistakes, but I, I want to trust her character over the mistakes that I, I hope she trusts my character over the mistakes that I've made. I want to trust her character over the mistakes that she's made. Guys, listen to this scripture. The Bible says that when someone falls, we, you who are spiritual, restore them and pick them up and redo it quickly. We, we hold too many grudges in the kingdom of God relationships are better than a grudge. Relationships are more important than a grudge. Man, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that today. God's people, God's people deserve a second chance. They deserve a third chance, a fourth chance, a fifth chance, a sixth chance, a seventh chance. Uh, 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 you know, Micah, do, do, do me the math. What's seven times 77? I think, I think it's 449 times. I, if I, 449 times, I think it is seven times. 539. Four, so seven times 77. Remember when Jesus is talking about uh, Peter asking him a question, why uh, the disciples, how many times should we forgive somebody? Seven times 77. And guess what that means? What, what was that number? Give me that number. 539 times, and that's for just one offense. For just one offense. Um, our, 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 and, and guess what, Breezy, you said something. I'm so glad that God doesn't limit my chances with Him. You know, that's a great statement that she just made. Shouldn't that be how we are? Aren't If God doesn't limit our chances with Him, why should we limit chances with other people? That's a great statement, Breezy. I'm so glad you typed that in there. Why should we not why do we limit people's chances with others? Don't do that. Don't limit other people's chances with you. 539 times God asks you to forgive a person for one offense. 539 times. That's what we should do as Christians. Man, if, if you can't tell I'm passionate about this subject, I am. I am. I'm so hurt and angry right now that the devil is accusing and the devil is winning and he's only winning by accusation. He's only winning by accusation. He's not winning by truth. He's winning by accusations. Because every time that people get accused of something, it's nine times. Nine times out of ten, it's a lie. And even if it is true, guess what? It's our duty 
as Christians, not, not our duty and our responsibility as Christians to, to forgive 539 times just for that one offense. Just for that one offense. The devil is winning over Christian relationships right now and nine times out of ten, it's over an accusation. And I'm telling you, that's a lie. And I'm going to defeat it if it's the last thing that I do. I'm going to defeat it because I'm, I am going to choose. I would rather, listen to me, I would rather have a relationship with someone than believe the lie that the enemy has told. I would rather be in relationship. Okay, which leads me to number six. You can overcome anything. Or number, number five, I'm sorry, number five. You can overcome anything if you really want it bad enough. Put that in the comment section. You can overcome any obstacle in a relationship if you really want that relationship bad enough. You can overcome anything. You can overcome any shortcoming. You can overcome any fall. You can overcome any mishap. You can overcome any accusation. You can overcome any mistake. You can overcome it. You could, it, it's the, the question is, do you really want that, do you really want that relationship bad enough? I want those relationships. I want those, I would rather have those relationships than any shortcoming. That, and, and, and me, I hope they want a relationship with me over my shortcomings. Because guess what, guys? None of us in this world are exempt from making mistakes. The Bible said all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Do we get hard on people sometimes? I think so. At the end of the day, though, I love them, and I would rather be in relationship with them than be in, than, than, than be, listen, it's almost like, it's almost like we're in relationships with their shortcomings greater than we're in relationship with them. Boy, that's a powerful statement right there. It's like, it's like we're, almost, we're almost more in relationship with their shortcoming than we're in relationship with them. I would rather have them than have their shortcoming. I would rather have them and overlook their mistake than never have had that relationship at all. It's like we're almost more in relationship or we're more in covenant with their shortcomings than we are in covenant with them. That, what a lie from the devil. What a, what a lie the devil has told God's people. You know what Jesus told Peter? He said, watch this. He even knew he was going to make a mistake. Watch this. Check this out. God knew Peter was going to deny him three times. And guess what happens? He still has supper with him. He still meets him in the upper room and has supper with him. And he said, I know you're going to fall, Peter. But my love and my relationship with you is going to be greater than the, than the mistake that you're about to make. Oh, man, isn't that powerful? That's how we ought to be with God's people. I love you greater than I am. I love you more than the anger that you caused or the hurt that you caused in our relationship. I would rather have you than have the mistake. Man, I feel such an anointing on this show today. I want every person watching me right now to hit that share button because every person needs to hear this. Every person needs to hear this show. 
uh, you can overcome any relationship. Here's the next one. Number six. It all starts with you don't have to be right. I want you to put that in the comment section. I don't have to always be right. I don't always have to be right. There is something about this generation. There is something about Christians that feel the need that they got to be right. I don't have to be right. I want to be in relationship. I would rather be in relationship with you than being correct. That's what I want. I want people. I want relationships. I want covenant. I don't want, I don't want shortcomings. I don't want failures. I would rather... I would rather have you than be right. I would rather have our relationship than be right. Ooh, isn't that powerful? How many, how many relationships have been destroyed because we would rather be right? I, I know I was right. I know he did what he did. I know she did what she did. Why does it matter? Why does you being right about that matter? Because our justification to remedy our hurt is greater than our relationship with that person. And we got it backwards. We got it so backwards. We got it so backwards. I would rather have that covenant. I would rather have that relationship than having the ability or having the, having the audacity or having the, 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 the wherewithal to just be right. I would rather be in relationship with, with the people God's put in my life then be right. Me being right is a good thing. Me being right is a good thing because sometimes it shows, but when it comes down to me being in a relationship with person or, or proving that I'm right because I'm hurt, I'll take the person over the right. I would rather be in a relationship than be right. Truth is a great thing, but people are better. People are better than us trying to prove that our right for truth. Because listen to me, mistakes can be forgiven. I can build a bridge over forgiveness. I can build a bridge, but you know what I see in Christians right now? The Christian world. Forget about the world. Let's talk about Christians. We'd rather burn a bridge and lose a, lose a person or lose a relationship than build a bridge to forgiveness and have the relationship. We got it backwards, man. Which leads me to my last and final point this morning. People really do matter. Put that in the comments section. People really do matter. People matter. Not our right, not our, not our vindication, not our justification, not, our, not our, our, you know, our ability to be right. People matter. Our relationships with them matter. Their heart matters. And I and I, I just want to I want to encourage every person watching me today. 
feel, please, Lord, I pray. I pray that every person hear me and they hear my heart. People are our investment. I would rather have a relationship with you. And let me just be the first one today. If I've hurt anyone watching me, if I've hurt any person at, under the sound of my voice, if I've hurt you in any way, if I've, if I've made you feel any way, if I've, if I've hurt your heart, please forgive me. I would rather have you than my mistake. And, and I just want you to know how much I love you, how much I care for you, how much I care for the relationship. I would rather have you, I would rather have our relationship than any mistake that any of us have ever made in our whole entire lives. I would rather have you. I would rather be a part of our lives, a part of what you're doing, a part of your ministry, a part of everything that God has for you. I, would, I, I hope God bless you in this season. I hope God elevate your ministry. I hope God elevate you. And I, I so, I so, so desire that God richly bless you, bless your relationships. Tomorrow I'm going to be talking about marriage and that relationship, but I want you to hear my heart. I hope God richly bless you with great friends. And, you know, and, and, you know listen, if your, if your church family has hurt you, I tell you, forgiveness is so much better than alienation. If your Christian brothers and sisters have hurt you, boy, it's, it's a whole lot easier to forgive than, than, to, than, than, to, than, than to hold a grudge. If, if family around you has hurt you, it's so much easier to forgive and love them than it is to hold a grudge. Let God bless you, strengthen you, and encourage you today. Pray about sowing a seed into our ministry. And uh, just pop up that giving screen. You can hit hashtag donate watching us all one word and you can donate that way. Uh, also, you can give on Cash App, Venmo, at SSM Strong. You can do, uh, you can, you can richly bless, bless your life by sowing a seed. You can do it at our website. Uh, you can also go to uh, PayPal. You can do it that way. And you can always download our app and uh, you can do it that way. Please pray, prayerfully consider sowing a seed today and uh, richly bless us. Uh, gas isn't getting cheaper, and we're believing for more partners, not less. And uh, please know I love you. I care for you. And God always has your miracle in mind. And God, I believe God is richly going to do something great in your life. Please know how much we love you. Please know how much we care for you. And uh, I pray, I pray that God really, really open up heaven in your life and strengthen you and encourage you. And uh, we hope that today was a blessing to you. And uh, remember, people matter. People matter. And uh, I love you all. I appreciate you all so much. And uh, until next time, we'll be right here tomorrow at uh, 1130. God loves you. God cares for you. I can't wait to see what God does next in your life. Something good's going to happen in, uh, for you today. I love you so much. Be blessed. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to partner with us monthly or sow a seed into our ministry, you can download the Standing Strong Ministries app on Google Play or the App Store. 
or you can send it to Post Office Box 602, Lebanon, Missouri, 65536. Thank you and have a wonderful day.